Alrighty, hello listeners and welcome back to the D3 Pod D3 TV podcast, Eye of the Tigers. Today I'm joined by Larry Abbott, the director of television operations and the staff advisor for D3 TV, and Zoe, who is a sophomore for China with an interesting take on being an international student at DePaul. Welcome both of you to the podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, so uh I mean, let's just get it started talking about um, you both um, in general. So, Zoe, let's start with you. Um, you know, what do you like to do? What do you do on campus? Stuff like that. Uh, okay, so I'm a sophomore and I major in economics. And uh, I, I joined Greek, 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 Greek life during this winter. I joined uh, Kappa Kappa Gamma. And uh, usually I will just, like, study in Rowie. That's my favorite study place. And... You guys could see me around there. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say, first of all, about Zoe, is that I met Zoe in my class. And how many people do you know that have one name? You know, Prince, Alvis, Zoe. (laughs) So she's a big deal. I I wanted to ask Zoe a couple of questions. Like, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're from? And then kind of your family life in China. Okay, so I'm an international student from Shanghai, China. Uh, Shanghai is a really, like, big city. And I'm the only child in my family, so I don't have any siblings. But I do have two dogs. One, <laughs> one, one of them is, is named Pocky because I, I love to eat the Pocky snack. Yeah. And the other one... Uh, it's named Shiqi, that's 17 in, Chi- in Chinese, because I found her on the street. So I just named her by the date that I found her. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's really cute. <laughs> yeah, and I, I miss them so much, as well as my family, because I, yeah. I didn't go back last year. So it's been almost one year and five months, didn't see them. Gotcha. So... Coming off of, you know, talking about your family and your mm-hmm. life back home, um, how has it been, you know, being here at DePaul or in the U.S. in general? Uh, so I think back to my city, back to my home country, the transportation is super developed. <laughs> and right now, I, I think here in the States, if I don't have a car, especially I, I didn't learn how to drive before I came here, it's really like, Unconvenient, I would like to say, especially Green Castle. The transportation is so so poor. But I I I know a bunch of domestic students who have cars, so it's not that big deal for me anymore. Did you learn how to drive? Yes, I, le- <laughs> I, I yeah, I learned it actually here. You know, it's it's my first time driving. It's actually happened in the United States. I'm, oh wow! I'm, yeah, I'm kind of surprising about that. But I I passed my. I got my learner permit last fall break, so I'm gonna take the road test on um, in April, coming soon. What a oh, great place awesome. to learn to drive, Greencastle. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Yes, yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm still kind of afraid of driving on highway though, but I can do well on the country road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just getting used to it. Mm-hmm. You know? That's fair. Um, so you haven't been home in a year. Yes, and. I know your family misses you. You miss your family. Uh-huh. Um, what made you decide to come to America for your international experience? So uh, I decided to study abroad when I was in middle school, and my parents they're supporting me. Like they 
they, they said, if you want to do it, let's do it. So I went to international high school in Shanghai. And basically, all the kids in that school are going study abroad. But a lot of my classmates are studying in Canada, Singapore. There's not that much study in the U.S. because of the COVID. But the reason I choose here is because I feel like um, in American education, they will treat people as individuals, not as groups. So we'll, you, you will get more focus on from your professor, get, paying more attention to you. The professor is going to pay more attention to you. But like if I study back home, because we have so many population and the university is kind of crowded, so I don't feel like I have the chance to um, be fully grow up as an individual. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. So did you... So knowing, like, experiencing that here, is that something you thought that you couldn't get anywhere else? Like when you were thinking of your friends who had went to other pla- other um, international study abroad places, is when you were looking at those different places, like, is that something you wouldn't have gotten there as well? Or it is that just, like, what you saw in America that you wanted to come to and, like, learn with? Um, I think compared to my peers who went to other countries, uh, one of the largest reasons why, why I choose this is because it's more diverse. Mm. There's such a bunch of diverse cultures here. And I don't think I can experience anything like this into another country. Like, but but I, I really feel like um, I, I learned, because our school has a lot of international students, not only me. So there's a bunch of culture around me that I feel really uh, happy to learn, learn more about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you got here, you mm-hmm. made the decision to join a sorority. Yes. You want to tell us about that? Yes. So um, as an international student, in my freshman year, I never think about joining any great life because I don't think that's my things. It's, it's more like culture differences. Mm-hmm. So I even decided not to go in through recruitment last year, especially last year I got COVID during recruitment. So that's not a thing for me. But... The, uh, starting from this year, I'm becoming much more like, sorry, last year, I'm becoming more like open-minded and I'm open to embrace all the cultures around me and especially American culture. So, uh, and one of my senior friends, uh, she's already graduated and she used to be a Kappa as well. So she actually did a great job on encouraging me during like doing the recruitment because she, I still remember she told me that this is the one of the most special experience that you could experience in, in the American college. Like this, this things never happened back in China. So why don't you just use your time and to, uh, embrace the new experience and I was like okay let, let's do it because at, at that time my winter term is almost finished so I don't really have that much things to do so I decided when to when to went through the recruitment but um, before I like do during what I uh, went through the in, in recruitment I, I I also didn't like put myself in the position that I must join this house I was like okay I'm just gonna follow my speed and to see which house is like fit into me. And then I met Kappa Kappa Gamma. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad that they chose me back and I, I, I'm also choosing them back. It's like a double side of choosing. And one of the reasons I joined them is because I feel like I'm so welcomed when I went to the house and everyone is so friendly to me. 
And uh, as I mentioned before, I'm a sophomore, so I know uh, maybe five or six of the uh, of the sophomore class students. And but I'm not that really close to them. To them, so it's really a good opportunity for me to join the house and get get much more closer with the people that I really want to reach out reach out. And this the next uh, the second reason why I joined Kappa is because of their philanthropy. Their philanthropy is mental health. So I will bring up some of my personal experience as an as a uh, I think back to my fir- first semester of my freshman year uh, that's my worst semester at DePaul I'm experiencing language barrier my English was so poor back then and culture differences and also the uh, I'm having a really Mm, severe physical allergy to the environment because I, mm-hmm. I I didn't get used to it, and uh, also my mental health is not that good because I broke up with my last like three year relationship um, because of coming to the states and you know there's just a lot of things going on and I'm become so homesick. I still remember my my freshman year. All I think is. I don't want to socializing. I'm so self uh, self isolated. I, I I just want to go back to China as soon as possible. Once the break is coming, but you know, so for freshman year, first semester, my mental health is so poor. It's so bad, and I didn't really meet someone that I feel like I'm happy to share my experience with. So I'm lacking of friends back then. And Kappa's philanthropy is mental health, and I I really think they did a great job on promoting mental health into a national scope. So that's kind of the second reason why I joined it, because I experienced it and I know how um, important it, this is and societal issue to us. So. That's why. And Kiwi, you could probably uh, comment on this. It's really hard for everybody when you're a domestic, even domestic students, yeah. to move away from home, yeah. to move a place you've never been before, yeah. with a pe- people that you absolutely do not know. Mm-hmm. And it could be very hard, very depressing, but times that by five for international students. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of one of the big things is, um, so I'm, I'm a resident assistant, and last year I was a resident assistant for first years. And um, so I lived in Longden, and, you know, I had, I had two international students on my floor. Um, and that was one of the biggest things that they had expressed, and they moved in weeks before everybody else for the international student um, orientation week. And they were always, you know, they, they loved their roommates, but they ended up moving out of my floor because all of the rest of the people on the floor were domestic students who, you know, didn't share the same, like, culture or the same values, and they weren't ready to experience that yet. So they ended up moving to um, the communities where there were more international students where they could feel, you know, more at home while they're being in this, like, where they're thrown into this new um, experience of being around so many people that are so different from them and like don't value the same things as they do right away you know so um, I mean one of the one of the big things is you know the culture shock but then also even domestic students you know moving away we tell our domestic students especially the ones who live close that we um, are that we're RAs for we tell them not to go home on the weekends for the first couple weeks. Because it, when you're allowed to go home for the first couple weeks, then you're like, oh, well, I can get through this because I'm just gonna go home this weekend. Or, yeah. you know, you never get to figure out, okay, how am I going to live on my own? How am I going to experience life on my own without having that, you know, safe place of going home? Mm-hmm. So. so did you have 
any students that stand out that help you get through that? Yes, actually, um, I'm I'm really grateful that I met a bunch of great domestic students in my first year seminar class. That's like I would like to say it's. It's my worst semester, but they really helped me a lot. And that's one of them is in Kappa right now. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. And um, I was like, so freshman year, my English is really poor. It's not even up to a like communication level, you know. But they are just so patient with me, and they listen to me super carefully and trying to figure out what what, what word I'm. I am gonna say it's really good, but I feel like um, the moment that I really step out of my comfort zone is, um, I don't know. It's more like uh, you're. I'm putting myself into a self-isolated spot, and I the moment I realize that I need to get out of here is because I feel like this is my life right now, and I need to do something for for myself. I'm already here. Why don't Why don't I just enjoy the moment that I have right now? I don't want to regret in the future that I did the worst semester. But uh, I think one one of the lucky things is that my adapt adaptation period is only one semester. So starting from the second semester, I hang out with a lot of international students first, and then domestic students. Because when I was a freshman, I live in Lucy, mm-hmm. Lucy's third floor, living in a single room. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I am the only Chinese in that floor. And the whole building, uh, Lucy Roland Hall, has like five Chinese. Yeah, and I don't really... Um, I mean, I, I used to get along with them very, very, really well, but then um, we, we just don't hang out anymore. But, you know, there's a lot of things going on, and I feel like my mental health is super poor. But there's a bunch of people that holding me back, which I feel really grateful for that. Mm. Yes. Wow. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> so um, we've talked about your experience here at DePaul a little bit, but... Why did you choose DePaul in general? Okay, yeah. Uh, a lot, actually, a lot of people asking me about yeah. that because oh, I was telling people that I'm from Shanghai. And as you guys know, Shanghai is a really busy and popular city. There's, I would like to say the life speed there is super fast. And I've been living in that city for my past 18 years. And I'm kind of getting tired of the fast-speeding life. Yeah. And that's why I choose Indiana, and I choose a liberal arts college. Because um, we all know DePaul is liberal arts college. It's a small college in the United States. And that's why like, my mom really wanted me to go to liberal arts college. Because um, I think that's what she believes is the elite education. Yeah, <laughs> like um, less than 20 people in a class, you will get more attention from your professor. You can easily reach out to them. And there's a lot of like um, education resources that you, you can take advantage of. And that's why kind of I, I choose DePaul because I, I really want to take a break from the big, big city because I know finally I'm going to end up in a big city. <laughs> so so you, you ultimately want to go back to a big city? <laughs> yes. You're tired of small town life already? <laughs> no, I just want to use like my college life because like, I know it's four years. Yeah. So I want to use it into a really quiet and suitable for study place. Mm. Yeah. Smart. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us us at DePaul, us in Greencastle, things that we would not know about international students coming here? 
Um, so I feel like I can speak for all the international students. So、sure. I will just speak from my perspective.、Sure. Uh, I feel like a lot of、uh, like 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 me. I I would be as open minded as the domestic students, also as American. You know, like I'm. I, Because I'm a kind of person who never gonna try,、uh, tired of trying new things, <laughs> yeah. And I I feel like American culture in general is is like that. Everyone is super chilling and be open minded to the new things.、Um, and one thing I I think、uh, because the media nowadays is super developed and we have a lot of access to different articles that post by media's. So there's A lot of stereotypes exist, and one thing I I feel like a lot of international students are really trying to do is to eliminate the stereotypes that、uh, the domestic st- students, domestic people, having toward us. Because I feel like、um, everyone is different individual, so、uh, if we can eliminate the stereotype when we meet them,、uh, we, we will just trust them and hang out with them. Because of their own personality, not because of the, you know, like stereotypes. You know. Do you think that there's anything that we can do as a community at DePaul to facilitate that kind of like, you know, getting rid of stereotypes in general, or you know, facilitate a, a bonding between international and domestic student, or something that we're not doing that we could be doing better.、Mm. I think DePaul did a really good job on、um, uh, the International Education Weekend. So、uh, I don't know if you guys know about International Bazaar. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I think it's really happy to see like a lot of domestic students are o- are also trying to go to that event.、Um, I so personally, I don't think.、Um, I think like. If you wanna really embrace a new culture and、uh, making friends with people coming from different cultural backgrounds, you personally have to pursue persuade yourself that I really like to hang out with them. I really like to embrace new cultures. But if people doesn't have this sense, we we would never like make it out. But you know, I I feel like the international bazaar, international education weekend, the presentation they did to to our community is really helping me. Because I'm I'm in I'm a student coming from China, but I I also have like there's also cultural difference between China, Vietnam,、uh, Korea, and Japan. But during the International Education Weekend, I I really learned a lot of things about、uh, things happening in different countries and what their perspectives are. It really just surprising me a lot. In a good way.、Mm-hmm. In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean.、Um, I'm going to shout out to Jenna Newton. Jenna Newton is one of the people on campus who I feel really reaches out. She has a lot of international friends because Jenna reaches out.、Mm-hmm. You know, before、yeah. you know it, she's always asking somebody that she doesn't know out for coffee, and I think that's how she met you.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and now they're good buds. <laughs> yeah, we're and, always、uh, having just, lunch together. <laughs> you know, I just love that about Jenna that that she's and you、mm-hmm. that are willing to do that and help break down those barriers a little bit.、Mm-hmm. And one thing I feel like、uh, the interactions between international students and domestic students is never a one-sided thing. It's never about like 
domestic students reach out to international students, but they didn't respond back, then it it, it just never happens. You know, the relationship is it's is about like two sides things. Yeah. Yes. That's true. I mean, yes. I mean, that just goes further than just international domestic. I mean, that goes for people in general. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's always a two sided, you know, thing. Yes. So. So, what have you liked the most about DePaul so far? Um. Okay, so I feel like DePaul is really a place that I grow up by myself. Grow up like, because I tried a lot of different things that I have never tried back in China. For example, I the reason I learned how to drive is because I want to be independent. Because I want to find find a job after graduate from here. So I, which means I need a car. And but like back in China, I would just ask help from my parents from my parents i wouldn't be able to do it by myself but here and i also got my first ever job you know i work on campus in cdi the culture yes. the, the center uh, center for uh diversity and inclusion yeah i work there uh as an intern for international students affair that's my first ever job in my lifetime and oh, wow. i'm getting paid <laughs> yeah because i i never I never think about like finding a job back in China because uh, in, in China the legal the the legal age for finding a job is eighteen, and I just passed eighteen in my senior year high school, and I used that summer to travel around the, the travel yeah. around China. So I didn't find a job. So Depot really taught me a lot of things that I would never achieve by myself back in China, and I feel like this place is, um, like. It's a place that I grow up um, as an individual. And yeah, I'm experiencing a lot of things going on and I'm happy that I step out of my comfort zone and even coming here, you know, coming yeah. to the podcast, sharing about my experience, it's really like just means a lot to me. So what's one thing that you're looking forward to achieving here? I know you said driving a car earlier uh-huh, or something uh-huh. you're really looking forward to, but is yeah. there something else that you're really looking forward to achieving in your next two years here? Uh, so I have a plan. It's just coming up last weekend. I want to graduate early. Oh, wow. Yes, because I, I, I just go back to last weekend. I go back to my uh, transcript, and I feel like, I figured that out that my my uh, credits is enough for me to graduate early. I'm after this semester I will have 18 credits, and the minimum uh, requirement for graduation is 31. So I want to split 13 more uh, certain credits into three semester so that I can graduate early and I can find a job immediately after I graduate. That's one of the things I wanted to achieve. I I know that. I, I think I will, <laughs> yeah, but that kind of pushed up my study abroad pro, um, pro, program because uh, back, back, back before I want to go study abroad for uh, one semester mm-hmm. in UK, but then I figured it out like if I, I, I can do just a winter term study abroad, that would be super great too, and yeah. I, I won't do a semester long because I want to graduate early, yeah. Wow. Well, I have one last question. Go for it. Mm-hmm. One of the interesting things that you and I talked about one day was you coming here and figuring out what American freedom was all about. Um, Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Would, would you talk about that for a little bit and what you meant by that? Um, American freedom. 
He wanted to know what it was, what mm. it felt like, what it was about. I feel like uh, here is such an American is uh, known for their independent, independent. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like uh, all the domestic students I met here is really independent and they're really ambitious about like what they're going to pursue in the future. And those kind of things are uh, for me, I never think about back then. I, I was not never a person who will plan ahead. But right now here, I even plan ahead about the script <laughs> once I came in here, you know, and I'm, I, I'm just so happy that I could starting to planning out for my own future, on, on life, you know, like the graduating, uh, graduate early things is actually I plan for myself. And also American freedom, I feel like the people are really like there to speak out for themselves. This is one of the things I, I've ever like noticed here because um, I think uh, like during class, because we we have small class, so everyone has their ha, has a f- can, uh, kind of fair chance to speak it out. And people, I'm just getting so like uh, astonished by people's point of views and how they perceive different things. And that's kind of the things I feel like I probably would never experience back in China. And I I'm, I'm just really happy to see it. Were you at all shocked by the amount of class? Like, I don't know if you've had a class where it's all, like, um, interaction-based, mm-hmm. like where you where the professor rates your participation in a class for your grade. Have you been in one of those classes? Yes. Was that, like, a big shock to you when you got here? Oh, yes, kind of. Because, yeah. you know, like, in um, under... So I went to international high school in uh, when I was a high school student. So back then, I was... When I was in middle school, I was... Uh, I was actually under the Chinese public education. So during that kind public education system, uh, they only grade you for um, for the final exam score. Oh wow! Yeah. So there's no like usual participation percentage. It's yeah. contribute to your whole grade. But when, when once I can here, actually in my high school they did it in the same way because it's international high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually coming here, it's this kind of idea is more more like intense for me. Like people are just so like brave to share share their own ideas and speaking. Them, themselves out, which I really feel like I'm, I admire to do that. And especially the interactions between professors and students, like how the professor's response to the student's uh, uh, answer is really like, for, for me, it's re- really nice, you know. Yeah. All righty. Well, that's all I got, other than the fact that if you happen to meet Zoe across campus, <laughs> I would stop and say hello because we all love her over here. Yeah. Such a great student, such a great person. Thanks Aww, for coming to the show you. today. And fantastic resident. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining me and tune in next week. Not quite sure who we'll have in next week yet, but we will get that um, figured out soon. If you want to listen to last week's episode with Drew Cosgray, that'll be posted. That should be posted after this episode is done being filmed. Um, but anyway, stay tuned in, Tigers. <laughs>